Do you want to finish your story before we click? Nah. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Let's Cheers. Do Let's do it again. Double clink. Oh, that was cute. Triple clink. Okay. Alright, that was way excessive. Cheers. Cheers. Cheer oh my Cheers. god. <laughs> this, this is empty. That was a good beer clink, though. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The Kay. empty can helps with yeah. acoustics. Um, let me find the... I always... I don't have the intro memorized because I have, like, really serious drinking problem. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, I absolutely do. <laughs> do I, under, I understand, yeah. I understand. Welcome to Checked Out, a podcast where we drink and talk about books. What? Yep. Our theme this week is, oh wait, let me, grasping for it, it's yes. totally going where other podcasts have gone before. Yeah, it's, it's worthy, our, but. It's our sci-fi theme, um, and this week we are reading Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Sure are. My name is Kate. I'm Josh. And I'm Seth. Yeah. Yes, you are. Seth, um, what are we, what are we, what are we drinking this week? Um, we're, uh, what are we drinking this week? Hmm. Somebody, somebody didn't do his homework. PBRs in space. <laughs> yeah, sure. Starship PBRs. And what you do is you uh, drink a PBR, but you have to be uh, doing a handstand. Uh-huh. And so that it fucks with your inner ear, like null gravity does. You know, mm -hmm. that's why. So just, that's why. So. For all our listeners, we are all doing handstands right now. I just right. want. I, I don't I, know if you can hear it. I but. just want everyone at home to know that right before Seth realized that he didn't come up with a cocktail for this week, he realized that he didn't order his wedding bands today either. So I just think this was low on the priority things to forget for him. Right. Yeah. There's there's a lot going on there's, in my life. There's um, a lot going on for you, buddy. We yeah. understand. We're all supportive. Uh, we get it. It's May. The weather's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We get it. You know what? The weather's not beautiful. Tell in me. Space. <laughs> Almost no weather at all. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> nothing out there. Um. Do you wanna talk to us about this little ditty? Okay. Josh, our our resident plot man. Yep. Maestro. Recounter. So this Ender's Game was the first book of our sci-fi series. A great start. Uh, Ender's Game is a military science fiction novel by Orson Scott Card, written in 1985. The novel is set in the future, but it's a kind of an unspecified future. Um, yeah, I was thinking that today. Sorry. Uh, is there a date given? No. Only, only at the very end, I think. Um... The the novel drops you right into the action. Uh, a little bit of backstory. Mankind has been at war with this alien species who are referred to as buggers. Uh, they're called buggers because they're an insect-like creature. Um, picture like a... Picture ants that uh, have developed the ability to think and travel through time and space and operate weapons. Um, so they're on the brink of their third war. They've fought two battles so far uh both the first and second battle have been the buggers invading earth and the second battle is like picture the first star wars right this a uh, human hero named mazarakam yeah I, I always pronounce it in my head mazer mazer yeah mazarakam picture him as uh, as luke skywalker flying the ship through the enemy bugger lines he gets um he gets to the main ship blows up the the mother and uh they they win the battle so the where we pick up we are on the brink of the third war uh you don't really know what the third war means at the moment but mankind has been recruiting children uh into services to train them to be the next commanders uh by children we're talking uh five six seven eight nine year olds young kids 
and the, yeah. the book's protagonist, Ender, has just gotten this um, microchip taken out of the back of his head. And usually that happens when uh, the child is not going to make it into space camp. <laughs> space camp. That is Battle totally school. not. Yeah. Battle school Battle is not, is different. Which is really funny because it, it's camp? like it's like psychologically damaging. Yeah. Battle school is. Yeah. But space camp is like <laughs> fun, shit. fun. Space camp as, sounds fun. Never been, but sounds but great. I fuck with a telescope. Yeah. Yeah. Picture right. space jam. <laughs> <laughs> Only torture. Yeah. 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 Um, so so Ender's just gotten this microchip removed from the back of his head, which they which they call the monitor. The monitor, which yeah. I I think is uh. It just only now dawned on me. I think there's some significance there in the way that he calls it that. Yeah. Uh, I guess to to try to sum it up quickly, he gets the monitor taken out of out of his head, and he ends up getting recruited to battle school anyway. Battle school is um, takes place kind of just out of Earth's gravity in space, and it's a it's a school in a spaceship. And the main thing that they do is the children all fight in this battle room, which is like a simulated zero-gravity training ground that preps you for uh, actual command school that kids usually enter into when they're 14, 15, 16 years old. It's, but, it's, but it's basically laser tag. Is what it is. Yeah. You, you're you have a suit that you With get no shoot. Yeah. yeah, in in no gravity, you get shot and you're disabled. Like that, you know. There's no actual fighting, but yeah, it's it's advanced laser tag, which uh, was like totally part of the appeal to me when I oh, picked totally. up this book as a young kid to be like laser tag in space and and like it's real and it counts for something. Like what a fucking dream job. Yeah. Right? Um, However, if you went to this school. It's not a right. Fun I mean, yeah. Place there's a lot of be. other. <laughs> from the very beginning, there's a lot of manipulation from the adults. Yeah, you learn from the very first page of the book that Ender is essentially Earth's last chance at defeating the buggers. He he's brilliant um, because they've had this device in the back of his head. They can tell that he's like a he could be a great strategist, a great military leader, which is what they're looking for. I, I will say for, for those of you who didn't read the book, uh, I believe every single chapter starts out with text in a slightly different font, which is basically sort of meant to be audio recordings, it seems like, of conversations between Graf and other uh, battle school administrative staff. Mm -hmm. And so you get this like little behind the scenes because, and okay, so one of the biggest themes that just... This was like maybe my fifth time reading this book. I fell in love with it as a very young kid and I've read it repeatedly. Uh, really struck out how this running theme of the distrust of adults. That is like a, from the very beginning with the like conversation with Graf. Ender is so intelligent that he can tell when adults are lying, as can Peter and Valentine. And it uh, it's just such a constant theme that like... These kids are smart enough to know that they're being manipulated, but also very young and inexperienced. Um, to take it a step further of distrust of adults, I would say it's also, it could be read as like a, an analogy for uh, soldiers in the military, and it would just be distrust of any kind of command or powers that be that make the orders. Um, and in this case, they're using children and adults. Mm as a replacement for um you know soldiers and their commanders in war and also the way that the the war the framework of this war i find super interesting because even the people on earth so we continue to follow valentine and peter even after ender is at battle school mm -hmm. and valentine and peter who are Again, exceptionally intelligent. They have the two... They are the, like, the polarizing qualities that Ender has both of, you know? Like, right. they have the good, the, 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 you know, the innocent and the evil in Valentine right. and Peter. Um, but they're talking about, like, hey, maybe that's not even a war. Or Dink, his buddy, like, like there, there's no real knowledge that a bugger war is even going to happen yeah. and like you know ender has a conversation with with one of his 
Dink was a commander of him at some point, right? Uh, he um, was what? Well, no, so he was a toon, toon leader. Yeah, toon leader of in a, in an army where the commander didn't like wasn't good, so he Rose let him. Rose the Nose Army, right? Yeah, Rabbit? yeah, Is that yeah, 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 yeah. And um, he he was a bad commander, so Dink could just and do Dink whatever. Dink was great, but they they have like a very uncomfortable. Well, when Ender approaches him and he's like, "Why haven't you advanced?" Uh, Dink is like, because there's no fucking war, dude. There's yeah. no war. Uh, I don't want to play that game. Yeah, I'm uh, playing that game. Well, to to build on yeah, this point, uh, at a certain point, Ender starts studying videos of the battles, uh, the first and second wars, and it's like, people shrug it off and say it's just propaganda, but like he realizes that there's the footage is heavily edited and that it's clear that maybe the the adults don't even know what's going on because like the second invasion you never see any video of of any living buggers like they're all just slumped over control yeah, you see you, you see starships shooting at one another yeah you see maze mazer yeah you see mazer kind of dive in for his you know suicidal last ditch effort you see him shooting, and then... And, and then all of a sudden there's video from, like, inside the ships and everybody's dead. It's, like, they're, they're, there's enough suspicion that maybe, like, the government's covering this up. And mm-hmm. you never really yeah. know because it's, like... I mean, eventually you know. But for a good portion of the time, there's that other... So, yeah, it's figures of authority in general. There are, there, oh, there's yeah. just a huge mistrust and suspicion. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, repeatedly... That you feel as a reader, right? Like, mm-hmm. were you suspicious when you... I was suspicious the entire time. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? So, Ender... This kid is six years old. Wait, had you read the book before, no. Josh? Mm-mm. It was my first time. You had read it before. Oh, Kate, yeah, right? I love this yeah. book. Yeah. This so, is... I, I, I fucking yeah. love this book. It's a yeah. great book. Uh, yeah. I... Even rereading it, I... As I... Even knowing... I mean, which I assume we're gonna talk about the twist, but... Even right. knowing, having full knowledge, like... We had this conversation about Gone Girl, right? Like, we, we, we were all kind of revisiting a book where we knew the twist, mm-hmm. and we were concerned about how that would affect our reading of it. I do not feel that with Ender's Game at all. Yeah. I was like, I just love, it's so, I just love this book. Uh, so, let's just talk a little bit about the actual structure of Battle School, because I think that's going to shape a lot of like the things that we're going to be talking about later on. So, sure. uh, when the... Launch classes first land. They're consider they're with the people that they got to battle school with that were on their ship, right? So they live uh, in these green uniforms um, as opposed to nicer uniforms, and they consider them launchies. Like all, kindergartners. Kindergartners. Yeah. These kids are six, which they basically are. Yeah, yeah. they're six years old. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's your first living environment, and they're smaller classes. So they're like. 20 as opposed to what they'll and, deal with in their yeah. actual armies later. Um, once they get placed into an army, um, they that's more like 40. Yeah, it's 40. 40 uh, people. The, the total. Yeah. And that becomes like a pretty insular community that like you can... The way that works is there's usually four, four tune leaders, tune meaning... Being short for platoon, right, right, and one commander of that whole army. So even within your kind of small army, you have an even like smaller Sub-set. class, yeah. 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 Um, and that has a lot of play because also the commanders don't live with their army; they live in commanders' right. barracks. Right. So there's a lot of like separation, like small tight-knit communities but then you can just get traded out and move to another army so like you could just wake up one day and be moved and so it's, yeah. it's and the makes whole... for a lot of like um, just one of the ways that the psychology plays out is like who you live it with who you communicate with how you're isolated how you're isolated uh and then like the basic the the running kind of like operation of the school is that the different armies battle in a zero gravity battle room and play laser and tag. And play laser tag, <laughs> which is dope as shit. Uh, but they get, they have a like a, a giant scoreboard that tracks all the battles and it tracks like percentages of like, you know, average number of players, you know, they call them disabled or damaged depending upon if they've been hit in just a yeah. limb or whatever, if they're totally out of commission. 
Um, to bring it back to Josh's space camp analogy, <laughs> I would say that if you ever did go to summer camp, it's like that one week a year where you do color wars. Sure. It's exactly like that, except super fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I, I never personally did color wars, but yeah. I, yeah. It's, you were a camp kid? I was a, I was a camp kid and camp counselor. Sleepaway camp? Sleepaway camp. And then camp sleepaway counselor? Josh Black, don't you know that my very first kiss, a boy had ate an apple that day and I almost died? You don't know the story? No. At it's camp? like the classic you, Kate Rakowski you allergic story. to apples? I'm so allergic to apples what? that not, not as bad anymore, but when I was right. younger, I couldn't... Yeah, that can change, for sure. Yeah, it ch- yeah. it's like you go, your body goes through whatever. It's like right. seven, seven years bullshit or whatever. Tell us about the kiss. So, <laughs> Travis Mencher... Was his name, and we had been campers together. I was a late bloomer, okay, kids. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't drink until I was like eighteen, and then I just started never looked all back. at once. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, same, same. But I didn't have a kiss. I my first kiss until I was like fifteen, and I was a. It's not that late. I was a. Uh, I was a counselor in training, and Travis and I snuck out and we kissed by the woodshed. And then, Ooh. like, 20 minutes later, I was, like, EpiPen. <laughs> like, oh, I my see, God. I it was, salad like, holy shit. Night. Oh, yeah, I almost we're, we're kids just like, kiss. you have mono now. Well, they were all mono. asleep. Because it was, it was, like, it was, they, they were all asleep. Anyway. Wait, was it, was that, like, a thing, like, you have mono now? Yeah, it's like, a, yeah, I give. I know if you made out with somebody who had mono, you got, you mono, got mono. But, like. I didn't Wait, know you taunted would... children with yeah. the idea. <laughs> I don't of understand. Mono. Well, yeah, because I mean, as a kid, knowing that someone kissed and then they got sick, the first thing I would think is mono. Oh, uh, that's. I guess that might have been a right. Thing. So you kissed and then you got sick. Yeah, but I feel like I, I, I always kiss, I knew that. But as a kid, I never knew any sin. Right? Yeah, I was super sick. Mono sick. Uh, what's funny <laughs> is, yeah. No. <laughs> mono takes time. Mono was like the though. biggest sickness I knew as a kid. It's like if you have mono, you definitely kiss somebody. Yeah. Well, or if you're yeah. sick, you definitely kiss somebody. It sounds <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So that's my cool. my first kiss story. I really need to pee. I'm sorry. Already? I know it's early yeah. on, but man, yeah. it's not. I am. I am so I, disappointed. In I know. I power bladders, Kate and Josh. Yeah. Cool. Boom. I'm glad that I could last through that story, but I was worried when it started that it was going to take too long. Jesus, uh, Seth. I just. Sorry, Seth. We peed before, though, right? Seth would see. No. I haven't. It has been in no, this. I gotta... Did you pee too after I peed? I did. You guys yeah, see? So you guys good. did a pre-pee. Well, we were thinking ahead, weren't we? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't pre-pee. pre-pee. We're not even drunk. This is a terrible time. So in the so bad. Whiskey being drank. Uh-huh. We've I got, have, I've got beer too. beers being drank. We got wine being drank. I got a little buzz on. Got a little buzz. Got a little buzz. Can, should we do a clink and clank? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we want to do another shot? We. I've got a little shot right here. You got a little shot ski? Yeah, I got a big shot. Wait, wait for me. We do the shot quick and then do another. Just kidding. Then we'll get some goosebumps. It's all about the goosebumps. <laughs> Is it? It's my body saying, I don't like this. Poison. <laughs> I see, I always think of it as like, wee. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, wee. Well, I feel better. Yeah. Okay. Perspective. 
I feel like we're gonna get we're getting closer to command school in the greater conversation. Yeah, I'm fucking wrong. done with battle school. Well, that's I'm done. I have one thing about battle school. Josh has graduated from battle school. Not yet. One more. Because uh -oh. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have I have one. Are you? <laughs> no. I was gonna fucking stab you in the throat with this pen. Um, Look, I. Not unlike an Ender move, I am taking what I have around me and making it violent. Okay. I had to rearrange my old joints, and Kate thought I was getting up to leave and was gonna stab me in the throat with a pen. That seems like. Win dat war. Okay. <laughs> win dat war. Okay. Um, win, so, win, win dat war. I got okay, a Okay, so. Uh, the quick progression is Ender is a launchy. He moves to. Salamander Army under Bonzo. Then he gets moved to Rat under Rose the Nose, but his tune leader is Dink, right? So Dink Meeker. And then um, we kind of have a break and we go visit Valentine and Peter for a while, and we never really see if Ender is a, a platoon leader, right? We never really... No. Dragon. I, I he's no. a commander in Dragon. Yeah, I don't think he's ever a tune leader. He's never a tune leader. Oh, no. Yeah. Right? So then we come Small back. Beans. We come back and they get they give him his own. Uh, he's a commander of his own army, dragon army. Which can I, can I? Oh. Yeah, I feel good about it. What is that? Is that? It's it's just his dragon. Dragon. Okay. Uh, a little side note: dra there used to be a dragon army. They discon. Okay. <laughs> If every time I say dragon <laughs> army, you do that, I'm not going to say dragon army anymore. Or you just won't oh, do God. it. Okay, cool. Please don't, because I'm about uh, to say it so many times in a row. <laughs> yeah, they discontinued the army name because it was notoriously unlucky. They, they, they only want... They... they 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 never won more than one third of their battles. Yeah, there it was a very so because battle school has been around for a while and they yeah, yeah very unlucky. It was another like again another little thing the adults were mind right. Like, so they so they mind fucked him with that. But then in addition to that, they mind fucked him with mostly kids who are just out of launches. Oh yeah, newbies. And, and all of the veterans, quote unquote veterans are people he's never worked with before. So he doesn't even know, even the people he could have known, he doesn't know, right? Yeah, they give him a ragtag bunch. And then they destroy that shit. They win every battle. We talked about it. They're fantastic, right? So this brings me to my Mary Fuck Kill. All right. And I turned the page the wrong way. <laughs> On this side. <laughs> All right, guys. We're doing battles. Okay. One. The Salamander Army versus the Leopard Ar the Leopard Army where Ender disobeys Bonzo by forcing the draw. Mm. So in this one, Ender is so new that he uh, is told that he can't use even use his gun in combat. They're like, don't even touch it. You just float out there and you get shot. You're right. an instant casualty. Bonzo hates him so much. He's like, don't even fucking talk to me. Because he was pr he's was promoted to an from, army from Alanchi, yeah. but but like super early. So he's like, yeah, he's got he's never the used young the yeah. very young. They keep calling him a, a pissant. Pissant. Right? I call yeah. him a pissant all the time, which is another like it's. It's also an appropriate slur because bugger is like mm, a, right, a slur. Right, yeah, a right, yeah, uh, bugger lover is bugger what lover is bugger a lover. Insult. Bugger lover, pissant. Pissant, he's a pissant. He's small. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so basically, they're in a, they're in a battle where Ender's feet are stunned. So when they get hit with the laser, only that <laughs> part of their body gets stunned. He he. Laser he like. stuns yeah, his own legs so that he's kind of floating aimlessly through, and then he shoots four different people, three different people, uh, and basically the way the game works is you need five people left to hit w each four corners of the door, and then somebody has to like the enemy's door, you and gotta, the enemy's yeah. door, and then push yeah. it open. Uh, that's so how you win. That's yeah. how you win. So you need five. So if there's there's enough dead 
In laser tag space. In laser tag space. <laughs> in, in zero gravity. If you don't have enough people tag. to open the door... Then you... It's a draw. It's a draw. Right. Yeah. If so neither team does. Yeah. He's told, absolutely not, you cannot succeed, like, you just don't even bother, and then in the last minute, there's seven players left, and Ender kills three of them, or stuns three of them, or, uh, uh there's like, di- th- there's like three different right. versions. Right, damaged, disabled. Puts them out of commission. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they can't He, do he it. just goes against orders from Bonzo when From he, a dark little corner of the room. He's like, beep, 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 and he gets all three pew, out pew, of there. Pew, 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 Okay, so that's, that's our first battle. First battle. Okay. Right. Our second battle is when he is the commander of his first battle in Dragon Army. Against Rabbit, where uh, they're not supposed to win because they're just a complete, they're a young they're army. The, the ragtag bunch. They're the ragtag yeah. group, and they, we talked about, they usually have three months to train. Right. And they only had two weeks. Right. Something like, so they're some super short right time into it. Yeah. And it's not even a low level army that they throw them against. It's a mid level army. Yeah, it's right? Rabbit. It's Rabbit. Yeah. They're, they're Notorious. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good. Number, they're mid level. Number, yeah. yeah. They're, if the, it's, they're the Raiders. There's 50, yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if I... <laughs> no, that's... Uh, okay. Yeah. Not the Browns. Not... The, definitely not the Browns. They're gonna be in... They're... But not the Patriots. Because <laughs> okay. nobody's the Patriots. Close we enough. get it, Kate. Okay. Don't... Don't stop me from being the person I am. <laughs> okay. So, they win, and uh, everyone is like, let's be fucking great from here on out. And it's like the launching off point for them to be the unstoppable army that they then become. Like, the, the right. legitimately undefeated army yeah. that they right. then And become. everybody else is like, yo, fuck this guy. He doesn't deserve to win anything. He's he's a, he's dumb. He's yeah, a Yeah, because Ender... <laughs> he's a pissant. He's a bugger-loving pissant. He's a bugger, because they're just they're jealous of his greatness. Uh, and also... And his youth. His up until this youth. Up until this point, and this point kind of, uh, kind of falls into that, he always has the highest grading... Yeah. But everyone's always trying to tell him why he doesn't, why it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, they're like, you haven't been in enough wars or whatever. Fuck it. So, that's number two. So, we've got Salamander Army versus Leopard Army, and then we've got Dragon Army versus Rabbit Army. I know it's a lot for you to follow, so because you don't I'm, have a notebook. I'm following. And then hey, the last I one. Still trap up here. I'm pointing to my brain la- case. The last one in my Mary yes. Fuck Kill is the Dragon Army versus the Salamander Army. The one where Bean hides in Crazy Tom's, like, barricade, and then mm. Tom is just a, a shield, and then they, like, push them all out, and then, like, Bean pops out and, like, kills a bunch of people. Yeah. And it's the one where it's I, their yeah. second battle of the day after they've been battling every single day for weeks. And that's what pushes him over and the edge, pushes, like, fuck this shit, no more! No pushes, more! And it pushes Bonzo over the edge. And it, then that and that's like the fire under both of their asses where Ender is like fuck this noise like I'm exhausted like right. how he he goes up to um one of the teachers later uh, and I think Anderson. it's Kraft and no man Andy. Major Anderson it, it goes I call up to him Andy and he goes up to Able Anderson Andy. right after Able Andy, Able Andy. <laughs> he, call back. he goes up to uh, Anderson and he's like. And he's like, well, if you're going to start cheating, so am I. So we've got to kill one of these battles. you got to kill one, you got to marry one, you got to fuck one of these battles. I'm good to go. Okay. I'm so glad you are. All right. I knew I was going outside of the box here. It's cool. Outside of the box and we'll... Outside of the battle room. This is like a... Oh, God. It's like God. a great game of chess. But this whole book a, is a game of chess. A carnal... Uh, a carnal game of chess. Um, okay. I'm gonna what? a carnal game of chess. Yeah. <laughs> Just repeated myself like it would yeah, that not was mean anything. Great, great explanation. I'm also pretty confused about it. It's cool. Um, <laughs> okay, kill, fuck, marry. I'm killing a battle. I'm marrying a battle. I'm fucking a yep. battle. Okay, I am going to I'm kill. I'm here with four pages of notes. If anyone needs any clarification, <laughs> I like rules. I'm a, I'm a stickler for rules when it comes to this game. Um, I'm gonna. Kill Salamander versus Leopard battle. That would be the fight where the battle where Ender goes against Bonzo's rules. Okay. 
I'm going to kill that one. Because it was Ender kind of coming into his own. It's it's the least meaningful for me. I, I'm going to let it go. Sure, sure. I'm going to fuck Dragon versus... I'm going to fuck Dragon versus Rabbit. Because, uh, you know, you never forget your first. Ayo. Ayo. As, uh, as his first... Wow. His first I'm shocked by this. His first battle as a, as commander, and he won. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck that one, and then I guess I'm gonna marry the, the one that resonated, probably the most in in his life out of all of them. That would be Dragon vs Salamander. Um, it was when he was pushed to his limit, as sometimes. Sometimes marriage worthy relationships can do. You know, it pushes you to, to. To come up with to to find greatness within yourself, break and defy rules, and psh. Uh, <laughs> the the pasha came from the man uh, getting married. Um, I'll let him go more onto that when it's his turn. I'll uh, I'll I'll marry that one. Seth, you seem ready to take it away. Yeah. Psh. Uh, no, man, I'm gonna fuck that. Or no, I'm gonna kill that one. I'm gonna fucking kill it. I think that's what I meant to say. You can't uh, fuck and kill it. I'm gonna kill that you're one gonna, because you're gonna dude, kill Dragon vs. Salamander. Yeah, man, because that's all. That's like, it's not about. Yes, it's about pushing him, him to his limits, but he also like hits his limit and, in a way, breaks. It's like, I don't know. It's 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 the dissemination of of everything that's been set up beforehand. Fuck that noise. Kill that. Uh, I'm gonna marry the first one. Uh, because there's like this sly sense Saddle of a comp, yeah, of like I was just hiding out in the corner, and then like boom, snatched it, and like sure they didn't win. Is that but... literally how you feel about your fiance? Because you just like you just like made this Ooh. little, no. well, you just did this little like flutter of your shoulders. Boom, like, snatched oh, it. Oh, <laughs> snatched it, right? <laughs> I would say I was I was a bit of a nerdy. Outcast, but like definitely sorry. not a cool kid. In I'm high sorry, school we're that. just way too close to your wedding. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you on blast. It, I love no, you it's blasted. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the thing is, is that I write these and I don't think about them, and then mm. so now I actually have to put some little brain energy into uh, it. Go with your heart. Cuff. Go with your heart. I'm going to. Um. I. I want to kill, uh, wait, what's that thing? Literally wrote it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna kill the one where, uh, Dragon vs. Salamar, Salamander, which is the- Kill him. Kill him, out of here, no thank you. I don't want to be driven crazy by somebody, like- person in my life which yeah. is what happens here yeah, yeah. and then i'm gonna uh i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna do the same as seth i'm gonna fuck dragon verse rabbit yeah so we all fuck the same one great yeah, yeah. great great minds marry fuck kill like and then i <laughs> you hurry here first i'm gonna take that quote you should as my own rightfully so i'm um, pretty sure nobody's actually ever said but that. then i'm but i'm gonna marry that that salamander leopard thing because it's like you guys did the same exact one yeah yeah, yeah. 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 no I, I i couldn't agree more there's something so like i i love that he's just a little cheeky yeah you know what i mean and also it like it he's still in that that age group that we're talking about of like this is who he's going to become he's six years old when he pulls mm. this fucking stuff yeah and then yeah. he's like you know what i don't need any of this bullshit i don't need anybody telling me like I know better. I'm gonna do what I, I want. I know better, and he and he says uh, he has this great quote. I I should have bookered it, but he has this great moment where he's like, um, like sometimes you have to obey orders because they're orders, and sometimes you have to disobey orders because you know better. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's like I see you, kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know what? That was my Mary fuck kill. We'll come back and talk about command school, but I'm scared Seth is gonna. 
I feel like I'm gonna burst. Pee break. Number two. Number two. Out the way. And I said, do you have a few minutes? And I took advantage. So. I mean, you know, if 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 I'm able, pro, so that my voice pro is humor, heard. Pro humor. I want more humor. Pro humor. Thanks. Pro humor. Now we've got a whiskey shot. Yeah, whiskey shot. And we're back. And and. And we're back. Yet again, yeah. Guys, I'm. God, first of all, Seth can't have beer anymore, and that's what we learned from tonight. Yeah. I'm. Mostly function on beer though, so. I, you know, I almost exclusively function on beer. Right. And on that note. Cheers to another shot of whiskey. <laughs> the, che- the cheers is to the fact that we're drinking. Yeah. I'm really. I just know that one of these glasses is gonna break. It's Monday. Y'all better tune in to checked out. <laughs> checked out. Monday. Oh, yeah, I'm going fucking crazy over here. What? You got him wicked good that wicked time. Good. Josh has big old goosebumps. Woo! Paint the picture for me, Joshy. So, we have gone through a bunch of bullshit with Ender at Battle School, and we're fucking getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. We're over it. Where are we going? I'm out of Battle School. I'm under, I'm going straight to Earth, because I'm pissed, and I'm cranky, and I'm nine. And I go to Earth, and I build a... F- You've I, had a long nine years. In I your defense. I had a long nine years, and I built myself a little raft. I'm floating in it, and nothing, nothing is going to convince me to go to command school, no matter what any adult says. And then Valentine comes in. And Ender's sister. Ender's sister. And she convinces him, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but she convinces him to go back by just saying that, like, you, you know, ev- everybody that you love could die when the buggers come and invade, and you're our only hope, and I love you, and I know you're good, and, mm-hmm. and, just, and it works. She just and says, it works. She, it works. It works. She just says the, the, like, most concise thing that, you know, Valentine can say is that you're not Peter. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, it's like, it's almost like their secret secret language at this point. Because that's what, what she used to tell him when he was a kid. And he believed he was good. And then she, like, swoops in and she's like, Hey, I'm kind of being a cunt on Earth right now. But, like, listen. <laughs> You're not Peter. And he's yeah. like, oh, alright, fine. They, they have a shared connection. A strong connection over... Like the, trying to thwart his evilness. I mean, he was up. evil. I mean, he was the, a straight sociopath. The adults, Peter. The, Peter. the parents never like knew he was smart enough to hide it, but he was vicious. He was. I, he's a sociopath. Killing squirrels in the woods. He was you know. skinning, yeah. not just killing them, skinning right. and then disemboweling them. And watching them slowly die. And yeah, from from just like it was like he had like a Huck Finn straw kind of fucking chewing yeah. on. But I, Stem a straw. What uh, am I looking for? What I don't know. Wheat. Yeah, wheat. that, that little buck, buck buckwheat. Buckwheat. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I think one of that's the second time this this episode where I, I feel like that's wrong, but I don't know enough to sure, actually refute it. it. It's <laughs> one, a piece of wheat. And we're back. Uh, and we're much drunker. <laughs> I first read this book. Uh, in middle school, I had a sixth grade teacher who let us pick our books for our book reports, which was fucking awesome because assigned reading was always the worst. Like I used to, even if a book was good, if somebody, if some kind of teacher was just like, you gotta read this, like 
fuck you, man. I was like, to kill a mockingbird? Yeah. You're lucky that I like Yeah, it. and then I'm 18 and I'm reading it and I'm like, holy shit, it's yeah. like really good. Anyway, uh, so I chose this and my sixth grade English teacher, Mr. Moran, <laughs> such <gasps> a shit. My math teacher was named Mr. Moran. My math teacher was named Mr. McCann. <laughs> wow. Destined friends. <laughs> Carry on. The universe. And such. <laughs> they call those what, uh, synchronicities? Isn't that what it is? Uh, sure. Seren- serendipities? No. I don't know. Anyway. He, he would know, he like had this really uh, jocular kind of relationship with the students. We would like crack on him and he would crack on us. Uh, he held up the book and he said that if you held it up like this, it would open to the spot that like the person oh. like read the most out of oh. and he held up my copy and uh there's like uh the kids at certain times in the battle school exchange like taunts and shit and so he read something about like some fart eating something or other and i just remember being like at the- no, that's it's more. It's about more than that. No, you're a fart eater. <laughs> yeah, no, you're a fart eater. Hey, I, like, hey, you bugger. Yeah, you bugger love. You bugger love. Because dude, sixth grade. What I was fucking twelve years old or something. I. 11? I thought it was gonna be like uh like a tarot style horoscope where like you hold it up and like you find what you need most on that page, <laughs> and then you're like. Yes, yes, I will be the savior of the galaxy. So Ender's now at, at now at command school, and and Mazer comes in and he says, "Ender, I'm I'm actually not going to be your friend. You finally met someone who is smarter than you. I I just happen to be mm. a little bit older than you. You may be the only one who can do this. You thought you were pushed to your limits before. You thought that battle that Josh married was going <laughs> to end you. You thought that was going to break you." If you thought that was broken, let me really show you what broken is like. Mm. I'm going to push you harder than anything. I'm going to put you up against these simulated buggers. And these simulated buggers, simulated buggers, simulated buggers are going to be more than anything that you could possibly handle. I'm going to be operating them. It might seem easy at first for you to fight them because our technology is so advanced and they're used to our 70 years ago technology, but trust me, they'll adapt. And Ender goes into his first battle. Again, he's completely isolated. Um, All of his pals from when he was a commander... So we've got Petra. We've got Crazy Tom. Crazy Tom? Yeah, bring him back the gang together. Dink. Dinky. We've got all the fucking greatest hits from Mm. Space School. The boys... There's, I will say there's, get the crew. There's like a real swell of, I don't know if you guys felt this, a mm-hmm. real swell of pride mm-hmm. of like, uh, all the people that he encountered also, and the way that. Also, we didn't even talk about Bean, who's my favorite character. Dino. Uh, Bean's just like, I'm you, but two years later. Yeah, yeah. He's like, great. So we're anyway, in command yeah. school. We've got Petra. We've got Dink. We've got Bean. Bean-o. We've got crazy back in town. Alright, and they go to their first battle. Ender's in control. He's got the control. Yeah, he's, now it's a... He's it like sound a, of control. Now it's like a spaceship, right? So he's in room. Now it's real. Yeah. yeah. Now it's real. Now it's he's real. Not even Command school. Lasers. He's, yeah. All, he, all he's doing is he's navigating the chessboard. Sending Bino in. Sending Crazy Tom in. Sending Dinky in. Sending Petro in. Yeah. You guys yeah. go this way, you go oh, this way, you go that way, you go that way. And oh, they hit, boy. they hit, yep, they hit their first battle, and the enemy, the enemy fleet is just lined up, because they don't know what power they've got, and they fucking blast them for days into oblivion. Mm-hmm. And, and just like battle school, Ender keeps getting woken up every single day, and he keeps battling, and battling, and battling, and he keeps winning, and winning, and winning, until he gets to the final simulated battle. <laughs> Simulated. And keep rolling, you guys want to roll? Final simulated battle. I mean, if we haven't exposed what happens by all of our sarcastic use of the word simulated. So the final simulated battle, the Ender is completely surrounded. His troops start, throughout this, he's lost a few people. 
Um, a few ships. A few ships, and Graf says, you better stop losing those ships. And the... Well, it's not even Graf. Actually, yeah, Mazer. Mazer says, you better stop stop losing those ships. And he's like, and he straight up says, he's like, "Um, if if I'm going to be able to be risky, then I have to be able to lose ships. And Mm. Mazer says to him, he's like, that's the right way to think. Mm -hmm. He straight up validates it immediately. Instant validation for the fact that you can lose simulated ships. Yeah. Because they're... Simulated. They're simulated. And he gets to the final battle. Yeah, it's simulated. And uh, he ends up not even going for the ships and just going for the the planet itself. And he blows it up. And yeah, what's the what's the name of the device again? Oh, it's the MD. <sighs> so they call yeah. it the little doctor. Yeah. The little doctor. The little doctor. Yeah, they blast the little doctors on the on the planet because he's next outnumbered. next level fucking weapon. Right, yeah, it, it's it's beyond our even space time continuum. <laughs> Um, sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Um, it's like beyond our. It's the Death Star and a missile. Yeah. 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 But at the end, if it's you have. It's a new atom bomb. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, if you haven't already guessed, um, the entire time Ender isn't actually fighting a simulated fleet. Twist. Twist. Yes. <laughs> what? Ender's fighting the buggers, and not only is he massacring, massacring. Um, in uh, intelligent life form buggers out there, he's blowing up their entire planet, including innocent civilians. And in, in addition to the fleets that he has been, his yeah. own, his own, that his he own has people. been driving, making sacrifices, and yeah. he didn't know that he was doing it the in, the entire time. And so they, at the end of the novel, they win. They win the battle. They win the war. They win. They the win war. the fucking war. Yeah. And. Mankind is safe from the buggers, but are they safe from themselves? Mm. Mm. Sign <laughs> off. What monsters we have created. So you got your one big twist that it's not really a simulation, but there's a second twist, and it's a little bit more subtle towards the very, very end. And it's when you see Ender take a little bit more of his uh, sister's kind of stance and his peaceful, not Peter stance. And what does he do? Right. Uh, and then uh, they go to uh, she uh, Valentine, who is very good at convincing uh, Ender to do things. They go to uh, the bugger planet, and Ender finds that's half blown up, like the remnants of the planet that he wrecked. Right, and he's very much uh, as soon as he found out what had actually happened, that he had been tricked into um, being Peter again. Be uh, just even participating in battle yeah. Yeah. he uh he felt so overcome with guilt that he had uh decimated these planets and uh he goes and he moves to this bugger planet and then he finds a um what's it called nest egg yeah an, an egg. egg yeah yeah nest a nest, nest with eggs one. a nest with it's one a, egg it's a uh what? one egg yeah. Right. It's it, there's like a, like a pod, like a like a big egg with a lot of little eggs in it. So he finds the egg, and then what? And then he uh, makes a decision, essentially, to um, travel to various worlds until he can find a world where the buggers can inhabit safely. And then Ender becomes the uh, speaker for the dead. The speaker for the dead. The title of the next book in the, in the, series. In the series. Has anyone read it? Yeah. We both have. Yo! Great. So we fucking wrapped up Ender's Game. You two have read Speaker of the Dead. Yeah. Should should our audience read it? Um, oh, it's, it's, it, it's totally different. I, I would recommend it. I would recommend I, all four I books. I mean, I stopped after Speaker. There's, so there's four books in that tell the full story of like Ender's... the story of Bane. So. Yeah, um, right. the ones the ones the series that tells Bean does a lot about uh, geopolitical shit, which is interesting. But what if we wrap this one up differently than we usually do? Sure. Oh, maybe, do we, maybe we never rated this. Book. Maybe maybe no yeah. plot. Maybe no plot sequel. Maybe a rate. Maybe we just end with a shot for both. Like you want to rate? 
No, I, I'm, I, we all seem to really enjoy it. Yeah, um, I just give it a. Did thumbs you enjoy up. it? I did. I did enjoy it. As we, a first reader. As a, as a. Can I get a, can I get a first response? Yep. So. Um, oh right, because you, I, you hadn't seen the movie. Either. I hadn't seen the movie. Okay. I hadn't read the book. I, in general, like sci-fi, but I like to think of sci-fi more as specu- speculative fiction when I read it anyway. You prefer it that way, where it's more focused on the, like, what if of the evolution of human society and whatnot. Correct, yeah. Okay. Um, Like, not so much, like, lasers and spaceships. Yeah, I mean, I fucking love lasers and spaceships, but but I want there to be a reason. That intellectual aspect to it of, like, yeah, let's examine humanity and whatever. I didn't like the first 30 pages. I, I I thought the writing was, like... I thought the writing was a little stiff. I, uh... It was funny when I said the criticism was, I mean, he wrote it in, in his own introduction and I, I did agree with it. Like the first time I was faced with Peter and Valentine and Ender talking, the first time I was faced with Stiltson talking, I thought it didn't, it didn't sound like children. It didn't sound even, it didn't sound like even smart children, just the way they were coming at each other. Um, once he got to battle school, I kind of started to fall a little bit more into the rhythm of it. I started to, to pick up other things about the book and yeah I fucking loved it um, uh, I, I like the end a lot I don't necessarily think that the end was a big surprise but I don't think it needs to be a surprise the bigger surprise for me was him finding the egg yeah and wanting sure. and wanting to continue on all right let's take a <laughs> shot I'm done yeah. I'm done too because I'm ready to play we all love the book. Yeah. Yeah, we love it. Chat, right? Okay. I'll do a little one. I'm already getting goosebumps. Look, look, it's already coming. I'm already starting. I already have goosebumps. You got free shot goosebumps. Pre gumbies. Pre gumbies. All right. God. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> yep. Hey everyone, Seth here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Checked Out. I'm not as witty as Kate when it's just me, so I'll do us all a favor and not even try. Our intro music was recorded by Adam Simonello, and the song for our new theme, Boldly Going Where Other Podcasts Have Gone Before, was provided by Pete Yours. As always, this episode was edited by Yours Truly, as well as Alex Freeze, who also serves as our producer. For those of you enjoying our bi-weekly ramblings, I do apologize for running a week behind. Can't speak to the others, but I for one always have some kind of get-rich-quick scheme brewing whose sole purpose is to just fund the shit out of this reckless endeavor. But until then, our pesky jobs and lives and whatever sometimes get in the way. While we're waiting for me to win the lotto, though, we'd love it if you helped us all out and uh, did us those great social media things like follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CheckedOutPod or email us at CheckedOutPod at gmail.com. Shit you like, shit you don't, shit you want Josh to say in a funny voice because he loves that. Like us and subscribe wherever you get your podcast fix. Join us next time when we get into Ancillary Justice by Anne Lucky. All right, I am going to go pass out.